Will UVA basketball players return to campus this summer? Recruiting transfers, forecasting Sam Hauser's fourth year, two surprise guests, and more. Thanks for joining us on another episode of The Jay Willie Show. I'm Mark Jerome, and the very, very happy man sitting with me is Jason Williford. Congratulations, our order coach. Are you ready to start a second job as a homeschooler? No, I am not ready to start a second job. And in fact, Mark, tonight was the, the last, today, the last class ever for homeschooling for Jay Willie. And I'm talking in the third person because Jay Willie is never doing homeschool again. I will hire a tutor if these guys don't go to school in the fall, but it's over. Last, last day, everything's turned in. I am a happy man. In fact, I got a couple cold ones downstairs that I can't wait to crack open. <laughs> Not one, but two surprise guests this week. Any idea? I'm gonna extend a clue. I got no clue. Talked about them last week. I got no clue. You, you, you do this to me every time. I, I had no clue about Sanchez. That was a pleasant surprise. No clue about Junior. I, I want to say, like, Justin Anderson's an easy. At some point, Justin's got to come on because I always talk trash about him. So I got no clue. All right. Well, joining us now, you ready? Okay. We're bringing one on now and one later. Right. Joining us now, can you see them? No. Cam and Austin Williford. <laughs> no way. You got my boys on here. <laughs> Where are they? I was just going to ask that. Where are you guys in the we're house? In, we're in our mom's office. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mark, you see she lets the boys in her office. I can't go in her office to, to, to do this. Hey, Cam and Austin, both of you guys. So this whole COVID thing, 19 thing has been interrupting life for everybody. As students, you guys have had to make a lot of adjustments. Are you passing all of your classes, Cam? Um, I would say uh, 50% of them, I think. <laughs> Tell the truth, have you turned in all your work and are you getting stuff done on time? Tell the truth. Now that I'm working with grandma, <laughs> you working with grandma okay you right, don't cam. like working with me i know overall cam how has the experience been for you um fun but the one challenging thing was that the schoolwork and in front like being in front of our teachers made a big difference because they could t do step by step but with with jason over here yeah. dad Bad boy he, <laughs> he does not know what he's doing at all. Hey, you are you smarter than a fifth grader? Remember that? Yeah, I, I'm struggling with, with fourth grade math. Uh, I don't know. It's a big leap. Cam, over the last couple of weeks on the show, your dad has expressed some frustrations in teaching you, right? Yep. What can he do to improve as a teacher? Um, help out more and probably just stop, stop trying to be a teacher because we all know he cannot be a teacher. <laughs> you know, when you're a basketball coach, you're a teacher too. Yeah. 
Well, the one thing that you can do is PE, but that's the easiest thing in the day. So, yeah. PE. I'm a good PE teacher. Cam, you just said this the other day. You told me on a scale of one to 10, what did you rate me as a teacher? Uh, a three. <laughs> <laughs> he's mentioned, Cam, your dad's mentioned that he's yelled a few times and shouts have reverberated throughout the house. And so for your mom and your brother to hear, and all week I've heard that, Austin, you do a great impression of your dad. Yeah. Can you give me an example of that? All right. Cam, you see that clock right there? It says 2.15. By 2.30, you better be done with all your work and all this speed. <laughs> do, you, do you ever hear him screaming? In the yeah. House? All the time. What does he scream and what does he yell? Uh, do your work. When, when I get up here, you better be done with your work. <laughs> and then he's on. I'll be doing my work. He's on. He's on his phone. Do 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 do. Did you did you finish that? Yeah. Do 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 do. Do your next thing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he does. You know, when you when you guys get older and you're looking back, you're gonna have some good laughs about this, about how your dad shaped your education. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Boy, you guys better say good stuff if you want ice cream or dessert tonight. <laughs> boys thanks so much for joining and i wish you guys all the luck with classes resuming normally in the fall right? so that you don't have to have that experience with your dad anymore bye dad bye guys thanks for coming on thanks again guys thank you oh, all right we're gonna get to the basketball questions now those kids are adorable and people should know they're great kids they're they really are kid. they're good kids i mean it's done an awesome job yeah, we, I think we both agree. <laughs> so the NCAA recently announced that student athletes can resume to resume to classes, resume, I'm sorry, not to classes, but to, to uh, college campuses on June 1st. Is there a plan for UVA basketball players to return? I'm going to have to correct you. Uh, it is called grounds, Mark, return to grounds at UVA, not campus. Uh, I've been told that several times. Okay. Just so um, you know. no, as of now, uh, our guys, um, none, none of the after summer school is first uh, May session and first session of summer school are all online. So our guys are not uh, coming back uh, at the earliest, and we still don't know, would be maybe July for summer three and that is still up in the air. So as of now, they're all still away um, and they're not allowed, even, even though the NCAA passed that, UVA has not allowed our guys to resume those uh, voluntary workouts. Okay. It looks as though the NCAA is eliminating the transfer one year sit out rule mm -hmm. and transfers are gonna be allowed to play immediately. You and I have talked about transfers a few times in the past kids who parents who have contacted me about their kids wanting to transfer to UVA. What's that process like for you guys to recruit transfers? Um, I mean, obviously with the new portal guys going into the portal that changes things. Um, because you can just go look 
at that site and find guys who put their names in. And so that's a quicker way of getting names. Uh, in the past, it's kind of been just word of mouth, um, maybe an AAU coach or somebody reaching out on behalf of a kid that um, was looking, um, a high school coach. Um, and you kind of, you kind of had your ear to the ground in that regard to transfers. Not that you would, you know, you were you were tampering or, or calling kids to to leave a program, but um, once you kind of got word, you just followed that. And for us, um, the transfers that we've gotten: Anthony Gill, Sam Hauser, um, obviously Trey Murphy. Now uh, were kids we we kind of looked at, recruited, knew about before they, they went to whatever school they went to the first time. Uh, Nigel Johnson, who was a transfer, is a local kid from Northern Virginia, um, played with DC Assault. So we were familiar with that program. So uh, it's kind of kids that you, you, you have some familiarity with uh, is how we've gone about the transfer uh, part. But that rule, it's gonna be a crazy rule. It'll, I mean, kids will be coming and going. Um, but I think transfers are part of, of, of recruitment now. We're going to have to keep our ear to the ground. Right. So when you hear about a transfer or another coach hears about a transfer, do you guys sit and meet as a group and as a unit? Yeah. In a war room or, or a yeah. meeting time and discuss it? Say, hey, we like this guy. We don't like this guy. So we, we, we comprise a list of transfers. You kind of do your research. You, you do a little homework on each guy. Obviously, there are certain needs that that we want, and you know if it's, you know if it was a fifth year kid that could come and play right away, uh, obviously you need you know you needed that kid to step on the floor. You you were plugging a hole. Um, if it was a kid in Sam's situation who's got one to play, um, you know Anthony had three to play. There there has to be a need. Trey will have two to play. Uh, so there has to be a need positionally, uh, but we do as a staff, we talk about it. Uh, and, you know, is this kid a good fit? Um, you know, obviously transfers, transfer for a reason. There's always reasons. and Not that kids are bad or, or this, you know, it's, it, the situation's bad, but there's always a reason behind a transfer. So you want to make sure uh, it's right. Braxton Key, I uh, forgot about Braxton, but I mean, we don't, we don't make that run if Braxton wasn't eligible and we, we get him uh, eligible immediately to play and um, his versatility was, was huge. So um, again, another kid that we recruited out of high school. I mean, we, we knew Braxton, obviously Ralph's ties and uh, he being family, uh, but you know, he was a kid that went to Oak Hill that we knew about. So uh, they're, they're, that makes it easy because you kind of already know you, you know the kid, you know the situation, you know their background a little more. Right. How would you rate UVA's success in transfers coming? Uh, and then also, I mean, you have to deal with people leaving too. It's not always easy. No, I, I, I think we've, we've had success. I think the kids that have come in have, have been great for us um, and in whatever capacity uh, helped us um, win. Uh, Anthony Gill, for example, kind of helped laid a foundation for who we are now. I mean, he, he, he was part of those teams. And I still think uh, some of those teams were, were pretty good. Uh, they often think they can, uh, they can beat the, the Ty's team and, and, and my team. Uh, that, that's, a, that's another day's topic 
we can debate that. Uh, but they were really good. So, so overall, I would give us probably an A on, on the transfers. And uh, even the kids that, that have left out of our program have gone on to wherever they've gone and had success. Um, you know, they've been successful at, at the places that they, they went to after us. So um, we're doing something right when we recruit kids because they, they can all play. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for some, it didn't work out here, but uh, they were good players in their own right. And, and the ones we do get, um, they're good. Um, looking forward to Sam being able to, to, to show what he can do and, and long term looking forward to Trey. Speaking of Sam, our next question is from the forum, from Big, Big Ben Rikash. Is, do you see Sam as a three, a four, and how does he fit into the blocker mover? Yeah, I see Sam um, being able to do both spots. Um, he'll play, um, you know, small ball four at times, and he'll play a mover uh, within what we do. But Sam's, his ability to shoot, and his feel and IQ for the game. I mean, the dude's put up, I don't know how many points. He's, he probably had a thousand points before coming to UVA, um, you know, just at Marquette. So um, his experience is, is invaluable, um, knowing how to play. Um, he, he'll play wherever we put him. I mean, he's that type of player. Um, and so we're looking forward to him. But he can, he can play both forward spots in, in our offense. Okay, great. Next question is from our recruiting guru, who's got next? Okay. Were you able, we talked a lot about, about transfers and we talked a lot about recruits. Yeah. Was there ever a time when you didn't think you really had a chance for a recruit and you were able to land him? That we didn't have a chance? Um, I'll tell you, we got Justin Anderson because <laughs> Gary Williams retired and, and Justin got out of that, that verbal. Um, so we were fortunate there. The, the kid that's the, the craziest personally for me, recruitment and the kid that we got was DeAndre Hunter. Um, Dre, Dre never wanted to talk on the phone. He, he still doesn't. He hardly ever texts back. And, and Tony would be like, Jay, is he interested? Do we have a shot? And I'm like, Tone, I'm just telling you what the brother's telling me, what Aaron's saying, and what Miss Priscilla's saying. Keep doing what you're doing, we got a shot. And so we circled his, his AAU program, the high school coach, brother, mom, everybody. And we just tried to circle that thing, but we got nothing from Dre in regards to communication. So you just never knew where you stood, but but we were able to get him. It, it was the it was the craziest recruitment because you you couldn't talk to him. I one time I remember I said, Aaron, you got to go get him. Pull him out of the barbershop. This is like ten thirty at night. He's getting his hair cut. I said, Tony wants to talk to him. Please go get him and put him on the phone because Tony doesn't think he's he's sincere and we got a shot. And he did it for us, and, and we ended up getting him. But crazy. I mean, he's just so quiet. You know him. <laughs> I do. But we ended once up she, getting him. But once she gets going. Oh, hey, listen. I see him around his guys. Yeah. He is the 
he's the clown. Like he's the guy that, that stirs the pot. Right. But whenever he's, you know, around people that he just doesn't know well, or, or you know, the coaching staff, he plays this real introverted, shy guy. Uh, and he's totally not that once you get to know him. Our next guest is coming on a little bit earlier. I'm not sure if you can see it than, than we actually wanted to, too, but that's okay. All that's right. fine. Um, our surprise guest, our second surprise guest, is brought to you by Moji Masala, Indian spice that is absolutely delicious. Please reach out, try it. It is you will you won't be upset. You will hey, be more the, the mushroom recipe that they sent me was off the chains. Have you tried not, the chicken wings? Not, not the mushroom, the cauliflower. The yeah. cauliflower, big time. Have you tried the chicken wing recipe yet? Not yet. Outstanding. Not, the cauliflower was, was big time. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the guy that started Moji Masala, do you know where he played? No. Maryland. Oh, wow. Yep. He's he actually turk. played against you. He's a Turk. He's a Turk. And he actually helped recruit our next guest, who is now jo who's just joined us, Walt Williams. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The wizard. <laughs> so J.D. Walsh, I think he was a freshman. Yeah. I, maybe you guys were the same year. I can't remember. No, but I called J.D. Walsh. I said, let's get Walt on. And Walt, here he is. Hey, Walt, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Wiz, I was telling a story about you my, my, my first year, my freshman year, and you probably had, I probably wasn't even on the scouting report. You probably had no idea who this skinny, light-skinned dude was. <laughs> and, we, and we get tangled up a little bit. Junior Burrow was telling the story. I said, man, Walt didn't know me. I just know them, them damn sharp elbows. <laughs> What's up, Wiz? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, but but I don't know if I told you the funny part was all week Jay in preparation to play you guys. Yeah, Jay Willie was you on the scout team. No doubt. <laughs> so he wore the socks up high. Right? He was talking trash to his teammates, saying Walt's gonna give you guys the business, and then unsuspectingly he gets in the game. And I then had he's no part clue of you. they would put me in the says, game. <laughs> he says you hit him with an elbow. Hey, <laughs> Wiz, you remember that year you gave us? You probably averaged thirty-two on that. You got you got like thirty-four and thirty-one. <laughs> like you killed us that year. Man, yeah, it was always tough playing against you guys, man. You know, Brian Stiff, man, he was a beast out there. So, you know, you guys always had some some talented players, uh, like yourself, Junior, you know, Crotty, yep. uh, Corey Alexander. I mean, this goes on and on. I was I was telling the, the guys the other day, when I was a freshman, I remember this kid, uh, his name, Richard Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that dude used to get buckets out there, man. He was, he was somebody I always remembered. <laughs> uh, I, call, I call him Tricky Dick. His best story was when his senior day, he scored like 30-plus. That was on us. And he runs in the stands. And hey. his mom, he kisses his mom when they when they when they sub him in. He don't even go to the bench. He goes straight to his mom. Yeah. yeah. He took a lap. He took a lap around it around the gym, and then he ran up into the stands. And that was that's true. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great rivalry. What did you think when Maryland left the ACC for the Big Ten? Oh man, that was a that was a tough one right there. But I, it was a decision that had to be made. Uh, you, you you talking about uh, cash? 
uh, to the university and upgrading uh, um, things around the university. So, you know, when, when that opportunity presents itself, you, you have to do what you have to do. In my opinion, by that time, the ACC was already changing, man. It was just, it was like fit 14, 15 teams in the ACC. So the, 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 uh, the, the uh, history that I know had already changed anyway. So uh, it, was, it was a no-brainer to me. Right, right. Well, what two questions do you have for Jay Willie? Uh-oh. <laughs> Look, I got to know this, man. How was it playing with my boy Junior Barrows, man? And <laughs> <laughs> it was easy for me, Wiz, because I just threw it to him. He was a bucket, man. Yeah. You, you give it to him, you weren't going to get it back. So, you know, you had to, you had to get yours quick. Because if, if you gave it to him, he was a black hole. Yeah. I remember his freshman year, Junior probably had three assists total for the season. <laughs> but, but the dude had phenomenal footwork, could score on that block, could shoot, you know, sh- shot it face into about 17. Um, he just was a load down there, man. Could go either hand. Um, so I ain't mind giving him the ball, man. I just I threw it to him and it got out his way. Before we get to the next question, we had we were podcasting with Junior Burrow earlier today, the Locker Room Access crew, me, Dougie Fresh, and T-Dubs. Oh, yeah. And he talked about a couple of things. He mentioned that he only had, he said seven assists. I had to correct him because I looked it up. It was actually eight assists all year. So wow. you weren't too far off. Yeah. So clearly he liked to shoot it, right? <laughs> the other thing he told us was that you, Jay Willie, you were a little bit of a trash talker. When you guys played um, uh, Kansas, Right in the Sweet 16 to go to the Elite Eight. Yeah. At the end of the game, when you were beating them, Greg Osatag is crying and go to the free throw line, and you say to him, "Stop crying, play harder." I said <laughs> something like that. Recollection. I, I I said something like that. I talk trash, man. It was just it's a product of what. Look, I'm a Richmond boy, grew up playing on the playground. Whereas you know, you from the you from the DMV. I watched that thing with, with, with y'all. Um, what, what was the thing on Showtime with? In the water. Yeah, so I saw that. Um, but being from, from Virginia, being from Richmond, man, you talk trash on the that's, – that's how you played, man. You, you, you had to hold your own. So I probably said something like that. You know, it's no crying in basketball, big fella. Stop crying. <laughs> well, well, you ready for your second question? Yeah, man. So being as though you played in your era, but now you're coaching in this one, what would you say is the biggest difference or the, 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 the top two uh, biggest difference in between how they play the game now and uh, at the college level as opposed to, to our day? I think the biggest difference is the spacing on the floor. I think kids shoot that ball, man, from way beyond what our range was. Now. I shouldn't say that. Beyond my range, where's you shot that ball? Soon but, I cross half court, Willie. <laughs> but I think I think everybody, you know, it ain't just guards that shooting the three. I think dudes are shooting the three, uh, spacing the floor. I think the ball handling has gotten better um, across the board, um, and um, I think the kids. I just think they're bigger, stronger today, man. They're better athletes than we were. I still think our feel and IQ for the game um, might be a little better than, than, than now. 
Um, but these dudes, man, the, their ability to shoot it is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear my big monster downstairs. <laughs> what would you agree with that? Would you say that? Would you say the same? Well, I, I would because uh, I think the, the key element to it all is that a big difference is that in our day, they allowed us to be a lot more physical on the perimeter. We could, we could use our hands a lot more. And so that nullified a lot of guys' quickness and athleticism. So it always reverted back to what, what is your skill set like? So now when you take hands off, you know, you, you give a little bit of more weight to the, to the quickness of a guy and athleticism. And now you develop that type of player. And I think that's what we have today. And it makes for a more exciting game. And you see these guys are so athletic. And, and you, you take a little bit of the physicality away. And that's what, that leads to more scoring out there. And so uh, um, I, I think it's a better way to play the game uh, to, to not be as physical on a perimeter. I wish, I wish I could play in this day and age for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't athletic, so I needed to push, put the elbow on the field, yeah. folks. But like, like, like Wizard says, Mark, we got, I mean, Jay Huff at seven one and stretching the floor, shooting threes, and um, back then that was unheard of. You seven yeah. foot, you down on that block, and they they're gonna make you score with your back to the basket. So um, I just think the game has changed in that regard. So right. yeah, the game was played inside out back in the day. Now it's you know, is outside in now. Right, sure. Well, you broadcast game, Maryland home games. Both teams were going to make the tournament this year. If UVA ended up playing Maryland in the tournament, what do you, what do you think would have happened? Oh, I think the Terps would have got with them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's he supposed to say? He's supposed to say that. Well, he's a broadcaster. Next year. <laughs> he's a broadcaster. You know he's supposed to be objective. No, I think that the Terps, the depth that they have, but also, um, uh, and you you know about this, Willie, uh, the the combination of having some depth and guys who can um, uh, who, who can do different things, multiple guys who can do different things out on the court throughout the course of the game. But at the when it's crunch time, they also had a guy, Anthony Cowan, and and Sticks was was pouring on late as well. So two guys that they you you can understand that you can count on late in the game, and that's important not for just the opposition to understand that at late in the game we're gonna have to deal with this guy, but to let your teammates know too and your coaching staff know too that you know and that that's in the course of practice that you understand that I, I'm the guy you're gonna be able to count on when it's crunch time. It's important that you let your teammates and your and your coaching staff know that as well. So I think those guys did a those two guys did a good job. Uh, towards the end of the season, uh, establishing that. I can see a good matchup between Sticks and Jay Huff and Kihei Clark and Anthony Collins. But, but Mark, Wizard got to say that, or he ain't gonna, they ain't going to pay him next year <laughs> to broadcast. He's supposed to say that. And just like I'm supposed to say, we, we would have been ready for that. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> what you can say is that you got a win last year, right? That, that, At Maryland. That, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. You're a pleasure. And one day I have to tell everybody the story about how our 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 small world story. Yes. When we were talking yesterday, incredible, so random. If we missed each other, <laughs> if I was in another place by one minute, that story doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> Wiz, good to see you, brother, man. Hey, stay, good to see you too. Stay man. safe, man, up there, and uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. 
Yeah, man. And I'll see you around. You know, y'all, you guys, my son, you know, here in the ACC, you know, with Boston College. So I'll see you around, man, for sure. All right, man. Good well, talk. Congratulations to you. on all your success. All right. Pleasure. That's crazy, Mark. Y'all, too. We just tell a story about how we get to tossing and, and talking trash, and he pops up on the screen this week. Good dude, though, man. Good yeah. dude. Oh, I had such a pleasure talking to him. We're on the phone with him for about 30 minutes. Good dude. Good ambassador for, for Maryland's program. Good guy. And also just a really, really nice dude. Yeah, no, good really guy. Really nice good dude. Guy. Yeah, great player, too. 10, 11-year NBA player, right? Yep. Were you surprised at the guest again? I was. I, right. I totally surprised that my boys jumped on. I, it's funny because I, I said to Cam, Cam, I, I want to get you on one of the shows. You just come and sit with me, and you can say hi and, and talk and whatever. And uh, he shows up. He pops up. That's crazy. Well, we want to congratulate you once again for getting through the school year. Right? I, I got a cold beard downstairs. Waiting <laughs> up. And, and look, this goes against my meal plan and the weight loss regimen that I'm on, but I am popping one tonight, Mark. <laughs> you deserve it. Thanks, man. Clearly you deserve it. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone, thanks so much for checking us out. Please, while you're watching, just hit the subscribe button, like us, and check us out on Apple and Spotify. For Jay Willie, I'm Mark Jerome, giving you locker room access on The Jay Willie Show. I want you guys to just take a look at each other. Just kind of remember this moment. I want you to look at each other. The guys that played for us before, the guys have been part of this. Do me a big favor. We, we played that Get song. Get in here, Zoe. Get in here. We played that song. Look, this city's not going to change us. Do this for me. Promise me you guys will remain so humble and so thankful to us all. This, this is unbelievable. It is. But stay humble and stay so thankful. You, you just experienced something so good. And these guys built the foundation, and you guys just built on it and built on it. And it's unbelievable. So I, I just give thanks. You know how I feel about you guys and about this is really about family. What you experienced, just think of that quote. Think of that quote at the start of the year. If you learn to use it right, it will buy you a ticket to a place you couldn't have gone any other way. What you endured, how faithful you stayed, and it bought you a ticket to a national championship, but it drew us closer together you close to your family. It made you so hungry to be players. I think it made us better coaches. I don't know about that, but I know, I just know that there was a plan and it's beautiful. This is always, this is family. So let's bring it in and say family. This was our united pursuit. You know yes, that. Sir. Come on, family. Yeah. Yes, family on three. One, two, three. Family. family.